You're listening to the 268 Podcast, brought to you by Cannings Purple. Do you ever think that Facebook is listening to your conversations? If so, you're not alone. The internet is littered with tales from people convinced that the big blue giant is spying on them. Mark Zuckerberg even confronted Congress to answer the accusation. But is it just a conspiracy theory? Hello, I'm Morgan Ballantyne, host of the 268 podcast, and joining me today to discuss this curly question is Glenn Langridge, Canning's Purple's digital marketing manager and corporate affairs and world-renowned wine expert, Ray Jordan. So Glenn, I'll start with you. Where did this all come from? It's probably one of the questions I get asked the most, actually, um, is Facebook listening to me? And I think people get quite scared about it. Um, it all sort of came around in about 2014, uh, Facebook... Uh, they released this new feature on their mobile app, which it, ena- it enabled you to pick up music uh, in your surrounds and then sort of tell you what you've listened to. And I think for the first time, people started to see what these platforms could do and what they could actually listen to. Um, when Facebook was asked about this, um, they categorically came out and said that they do not listen and use this for advertising. Um, but I don't know, Ray, what do you think about it? Well, look, this is getting an area that I don't uh, really comprehend, but it just sounds so sinister. Um, the concept that someone is eavesdropping on everything I do from the simplest of things to, you know, things I don't want them to know about. Um, I mean, it, it is quite sinister, isn't it? But is there any proof to it? Because all it is is people saying, oh, I was, I was thinking about something and I was talking about it with my partner and my friends and all of a sudden you get an ad on Facebook and... Apart from that, I don't see any truth uh, to to the whole conversation. Well, I think that's pretty compelling, isn't it? I mean, I'm talking to you about something, you know, that I happen to mention, maybe some sort of retailer for whatever reason, and then suddenly, uh, wow, up pops a whole bunch of specials. Uh, That's, you know, that's uh, pretty targeted, I would have thought. You'd think, but uh, I guess what about, have you thought about the algorithms that these platforms use? They invest billions of dollars every year to find out exactly what you're interested in and when you're interested in, in, in whatever it is. Um, and the reason they do that is because that's how they make money. Um, so yes, we, we feel like these ads are actually highly targeted towards us because of what we said, but it's actually all the things that we do that make it, uh, make it so that um, these platforms just give you exactly the ads you're, you're after. Yes, but th- that's that's in a very simplistic way, and I, I accept that. I mean, let's face it, what's different between picking up your newspaper and finding out ads that, have, you know, you, you obviously newspapers are about advertising, you know, filling the space between the editorial. But what worries me is the, the concept that there are more sinister things at play that uh, go far deeper than just selling a product. Um, you know, that really get into your very personal space uh, that affect your security and, uh, uh, you know, your very future. And that, that sort of worries me a bit. Uh, given my limited knowledge of, of this type of stuff, when this started to emerge, you know, I was starting to think, wow, I mean, uh, there are countries from, around, you know, that can be looking and, and spies even that can be looking at and, and listening to me. Uh, not that they're going to learn much, I would think. And I think we've seen that uh, with the likes of Cambridge Analytica and uh, we saw it with the, um, the impact that Facebook advertising had on the presidential election as well. And I think Facebook have given everyone a lot of reason not to trust them. Um, but that being said, I, I still do. It sounds like you don't though, Ray. Well, it's not so much um, elements of... I think Facebook's terrific, 
But I think uh, the problem is people are inherently dumb. That's my sort of observation of, of society. And people do dumb things. With, they put things on, on, a, uh, on Facebook. Uh, you know, I mean, some of it's just naive. But when you think about it, it's pretty dumb. You know, you put pictures of uh, close friends and relatives uh, that could link directly to where they live, what they do. Uh, they could link, presumably, into their financial security and all of that. Now, that, that's the concern. It's interesting you say that. So how does that then play into the advertising uh, on these platforms? So when you set up an account, you tell Facebook your age, you tell them where you are, uh, what gender you are, who your family members are, what you like, what you don't like. And everything you do on Facebook is building this really strong persona on who you are. Therefore, when you get an ad targeting you on something you've recently said, do you think that that is situational, that they're listening to you, or do you think maybe it's all the inputs that you're putting into the system? I have no doubt that that's um, largely, I see it as what you're doing, and it gets back to the dumbness of people. Mm. How much do you keep putting in there that basically is is potentially everyone can see? Now, that's what, that's what worries me. So, um, and I guess... It, it, it gets back to another thing. Uh, to me, it's about how do you legislate? Now, can you legislate for dumbness? I'm not sure you can. I think some people are just not going to get it. But uh, what worries me down the track is how this could be used for, you know, for really clandestine uh, things that uh, people have no idea that's happening. And I mean, I, I haven't got a, a concept of the scope of it. But there are people out there, I bet they do. Yeah, it was a bit of a um, lunch table discussion the other day when one of our colleagues was saying, um, I was talking to my partner about buying kids a Christmas present and um, then suddenly that ad popped up on their feed. And I know it's happened to me before and it kind of freaks me out a little bit. So, um, Glenn, have you ever experienced this with your Facebook feed? I get it all the time. Um, I actually love it. Um, I have a, I don't know if it's a unique um, feeling of this or maybe I just understand a little bit more about it and therefore feel less um, less anxious about Facebook knowing more about me. But for me, I, I get these ads and they're better than ads that I have no interest in. They're things that I might want to buy, I might want to go or do or um, or experience. So for, for me, when I get an ad that really speaks to me, I feel quite good about it. Um, it's a better experience, and that's what Facebook is all about: is delivering a better experience and making these platforms more um, more interesting, so people stay on them rather than go to others. But you, I, I, and I, I get that absolutely. I don't mind it if I've been, you know, looking and searching for things through Facebook. I might be going to buy a turntable or something like that, and I mean, then a whole bunch of turntables start to appear, and I, I sort of get that. But you're not really reassuring me or assuring me that there aren't other things at play beyond simple targeted advertising. I mean, I think that's fine if, if by doing that you're getting uh, more information about things that you want to purchase. Terrific. I've got no problem with that. But I'm not getting a sense of assurance about where this could potentially go. Um, and that's 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 my concern. Yeah. And this is why it's a, it's a tough argument because it's... Um Anecdote versus anecdote. Um, I can I can talk the the cognitive bias that's in play when when you see these ads. I can talk about whether it's technically possible, but the reality is that Facebook has it's given us very little reason to trust it anymore. So there's very little that that I can stand and convince you other than why would they need to use voice? They have such good algorithms and they have so much to lose if they're found out to be using voice to target people. 
that it's it's not worth it for them as a business. Okay, I've got it. Let's go back even further. We talked about listening and hearing. What do we actually What do we actually mean? I mean, how do they? Are we talking about when you type something in, or do they pick up a voice, or how does it actually work? That's what I don't get, and that's what. If I don't get it, um, I, th- I think other people may not get it. And I think too. that's the scary part about it is that if you just you don't know, mm. so it's an unknown technology. I, I think um, the voice has developed a lot. Uh, you think about um, your mobile devices and picking up things like Siri and S Voice, and they're they're machine learning algorithms that are giving you what 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 you're after. So, can Facebook determine voice? Absolutely, they can. Um, they, they have a messenger app. You can f- call through messenger. You can do voice time. Um, all of these things will be able to determine whether it's me talking or whether it's you, Ray. And the way that they do that is that they can actually pick up all of the, um, the kind of back-end noise and the technical voice inflictions and things like that. Um, but where Facebook wouldn't be able to uh, kind of develop this technology is if there was a room full of people talking. So they, they haven't quite nailed that yet, and that is a very... A very tough technology to um, to finalise. Doesn't mean they won't, um, but my prediction is that they don't need to. But they almost certainly will. It's another tool, isn't it? I mean, they're constantly developing tools, so why wouldn't we expect that to happen? A sea of people, a thousand people, I'll target individuals. You see it on TV, actually, don't you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, why, but again, um, they've got too much to lose. Like, this conversation today, we're all uncomfortable with the idea of... Facebook listening to our conversations. I don't think we're unique in that in that feeling. So if they were to do it, their 2.3 billion users of the platform are going to be upset. Okay, let's. Um, what interests me is if if you. I mean, I'm I'm more cautious about it. I understand bits of it, but what if you're super paranoid? What do you do if you want to stop it and keep it in its most basic? So the things that you do daily through, you know, communications and so forth, what are the things that Facebook is potentially listening to you doing and what do you eliminate? Is there a way to eliminate it? Absolutely, there is. So my advice would be if if this hasn't convinced you and you still feel like Facebook's listening, um, then one, you can delete the app and just boycott Facebook altogether. I understand that is not really an option and Facebook gives us a lot and I don't think we should forget that, that Facebook has contributed a lot to the way that we communicate. But if you really feel uncomfortable about it, you can disable your microphone. Uh, it means you won't be able to call through Facebook and you won't be able to leave memos and things like that. And if that's not, if that's not needed for you, then, then go to your settings. Um, it's pretty easy to do. A simple Google search will kind of reveal the step-by-step uh, but it's effectively click on settings, tap privacy, and then turn microphone off. So the only way Facebook is listening is if you you are communicating through Facebook. I mean, if you just I mean, this is where I'm a bit of a dunderhead. Pick up a um, pick up a phone and just make a phone call or SMS someone, you know, text them whatever. Are they listening to that? Well, or can they? This depends what side of the fence you're on, whether they're listening at all. In theory, Facebook will only listen when you activate that microphone. So when you're calling someone on Messenger or leaving a voice message, that's the only time that it will appear. So you can protect yourself. Yep. You just switch that microphone off. Well, that's good to know. I'm reassured. But where is it going to go? 
I mean, you know, we've had Zuckerberg, you know, appearing uh, uh, in the in the states and being grilled over a number of things, and Morgan mentioned it um, earlier. But where where will this go in your gut feel as to will there be global legislation if such a thing exists or uh, will, will countries step in and, and start to say, whoa, I mean, like, you know, Australian government's getting a little bit edgy about it now. I mean, where do you see this going? I think if we're going to start talking about legislation, we'll be here for a long time. And I think that would be a, a, a good second or follow-up podcast. Um, however, the idea of where this is going to go, the reality is that no one really knows. Um, it's going to be, there's going to be stricter controls on these platforms. It's already started to happen that they're starting to be accountable. Uh, they're starting to be better social citizens, these companies. Um, so they're going to clamp down and I think people are going to wise up to what they can and can't do. And they're going to stop giving these platforms free reign to access their device at any time. Do you think maybe the responsibility ultimately gets back to the individual? I think so. Yeah, like you say, people are stupid, but uh, I think we have to give them a little bit more credit than we currently do, and a little bit of education goes a long way. Well, that's it for today's episode of the 268 Podcast. Hopefully, we've been able to give you a definitive answer to the question of whether Facebook is really listening in on you. Thank you for also listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more of it, please subscribe on wherever you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget... For all of Canning's Purple's thought leadership and multimedia content, visit the268.com.au and sign up for our newsletter. You're listening to the 268 Podcast, brought to you by Canning's Purple.